You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here along with my co-host, India Jackson, to get the dialogue going. We back! Had to take a little bit of a break. It was time. We had not shoot there had been over 60 something episodes and there had been no breaks and these past few months have been fast paced it's an understatement but it's a thing and so just you know from a health standpoint um a capacity standpoint and just from a place of like y'all we had to just recoup and come back because like we can't show up half-ass. Like, we either going to show up or we not. So we took a break, and now we back. So <laughs> um, I thought it'd be important, India, to have a little bit of a conversation about um, brand alignment because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of conversation to be had with it, but I think it's not always understood what it is and why it matters. And I think right now... What's happening is the people that after um, the social uprising began um, that was triggered by the murder of George Floyd, but had also been been really, really like stewing, so to speak, like it was there with Corona. And then it was like, wait, we already pissy. And now it's Ahmaud Aubrey, It's Nina Pop. It's Breonna Taylor. Like it's, you know, then it was Rayshard Brooks um, after George Floyd is like, hold up. And so all hell broke loose to an extent. Um, It needed to happen, but it did. And so a lot of people started to really shift what they were doing. Some people were like, can I still have my business? Can I market? What do I need to do? And for those that are still in it and didn't use it as a vanity license plate that now they're tired of and you're actually still doing your diversity, equity, and inclusion work, it's now like, okay, so what does it look like to be in alignment? Like I'm talking about all these things. I say, I want to do all these things, but what does that, what does that actually mean? So from your point of view, what are your thoughts on what brand alignment means? 
So it's a really big question, and I wish that I could give you like one textbook answer. Unfortunately, through my research, I couldn't find one textbook answer. I don't think it really exists. Um, But brand alignment, from my perspective, is taking your branding and assessing whether or not is it aligned with your values, with who you are. Um, You know, are you practicing what you preach? Are you getting high on your own supply? You know? (laughs) We can word it a lot of different ways, um, but it really is just reassessing is, are the decisions that you're making, are the things that you're saying, et cetera, matching what you're doing. And that goes into every area of branding. So for those of you listening that are not in branding, your brand is more than your colors, your logo, your fonts. It is all of that as well but it's also your core messaging. It's also who you're associated with, what podcasts you're willing to go on, um, what stages, or in this case, what digital stages maybe, are you willing to speak on? Um, (laughs) How would someone else gauge, you know, what the world sees versus what reality is behind closed doors? Like, are you being that overly used word, authentic? Um, Ooh, There's a lot of different layers to alignment, so it's a very, very big topic, but I am super, super happy that we're talking about it and that it's something that we're supporting our community members with this month, because when you really start to go down the rabbit hole of laying out your values, it does kind of give you a foundation to start assessing, okay, now what's aligned and what's not. So I'm glad that you said that because... A lot of times I think when people are in a place of like, you know, I want my brand to be aligned or I, you know, I want to take different actions and there's kind of this place of like, well, okay, so what do I do? And it's like, you can't do anything if you don't have clarity on your values. You can't, because number one, you, you don't know why you're taking any of the actions. So There's no purpose if you don't have clarity on that. You can't measure it because measure it against what? Like, you know, what you 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 have to understand those things. That's that would be just like saying that um the eco, you know, eco-friendly community that is like an entire movement, like it has values, it has a purpose, it has goals. If they were just like, well, I mean, but we want to save the planet. Okay, how? Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that means. What does that mean? <laughs> like, you have to you have to go have a little bit more to it than that. I mean, even with you know, if you think about the movement, you know, and I'm not, I don't mean this based on um, the entity, but the movement of Black Lives Matter. I mean. Black people are like, I want to live. I want to breathe freely. I want to not be stopped by the police and worry about dying. I want, you know, I want equity. And so that's clear. That's that's clear. And this is where it's like, you have to have values. And like, then that's when we're always like, so what does that mean in action? What do you do with that? Because, you know, these pretty words of like, diversity and supporting one another and you know to use the example of like rising tide like rising tide lifts all boats okay give me more 
Like I, I want to know what that means because sometimes people get so hooked on the catchy phrasing that they don't actually go any deeper than that. I'm like, that's all you got. You like the flowery words, don't you? Well, and so I think that <laughs> what I saw was that some brands were looking to reevaluate their values, even if it was just the one value that Black Lives Matter, um, and talk about that. But aligning your brand is more than just speaking. It's it's what you do. It's what you think. It's how you behave. It's it's how you make decisions. It's uh, what your culture looks like. It's your colors. It's your overarching messaging. Um, it's so much more than just a one-time Black Lives Matter statement. And so when you look at a brand, what comes to mind for me is like, how do you assess or like align to what, right? Brand alignment, but alignment to what? Um, I like to look at alignment to your values, but also there's the opportunity to look at alignment to your greater purpose. I'd like to think that most of our listeners have started their brand because they are wanting to do something that has impact, something that is bigger than just necessarily what they sell or making money. And so are the decisions that you're making, the things that you're saying, the way that you're attracting people through your visuals, et cetera, supporting um, that bigger purpose? You know, is it allowing you to help the world in that kind of way? You know, and if not, then we're not aligned. And then there's also the individual aspect as a leader of your brand um, as a leader of your team, are you behaving, speaking, all these other things towards your team and towards your clients in a way that matches your values and your purpose and the impact you want to have? And that's a really big question to ask that touches everything you can think of when it comes to a brand, everything you can think of when it comes to the identity of something, not just a person, but also the identity of the business. So this is where I think it's important to acknowledge that, um, and I, I guess I kind of want to debunk this myth because I feel like I've heard this one, I don't know how many times over the years in that, oh, it's just me. I'm not a brand. And so people as solopreneurs or like you, you do the service and that's kind of it, at least in your head, you tell yourself that there's no brand because it's just you and there's not other people and it's not this bigger thing right now. But first of all, that's a yet. You you don't know what that might become. But I also think it's worthwhile to acknowledge that there's a whole lot of brands that came from one person and they are still that one person's name. Well, and can I also say that like for me, the way that I define brand and the way that my team at Fire Fire defines brand, the way we define brand and pause on the play is very much, pause my play the community, is very much rooted in like brand is reputation. So everybody has a reputation. You can be an employee at a major company at an entry level position. You still have a brand because guess what? Somebody thinks something about you. And if they had to explain something about who you are, or what you're about, which you're not around, that's a reputation. And everything that you've said, everything that you've done, even down to the clothes that you choose to wear or whether or not you say thank you when somebody opens a door shapes that reputation. 
Um, you could be somebody without a job. You could be a stay-at-home mom. The the mailman still has a, a perception of you and who you are and what you stand for. Are you nice? Are you not nice? Are you polite? I don't know, but that's your brand. <laughs> and you're right. And this is, again, where I'm like, I need to remind people to not assume that brand is bigger than self and yet your message or goal being bigger than self somehow doesn't have the same type of weight. You know what I mean? Like you you look at this and you're like, I want to do all these things, but it's just me. Wait, what? No. So I feel very strongly, and this might be an area that you disagree, but I feel like brand starts with self. I don't care how big the business is that we're working with together or separately. Their brand, in my opinion, starts with the individual people within it. Because as a leader, it is impossible to lead a brand that is inclusive when you as an individual are not being inclusive. Like that's, (laughs) you know, you got to start with yourself. You can't give and do things in a bigger scale that you're not doing as an individual. And that's why I really truly do believe that some of the best brands that I can think of that are very aligned, um, they're not necessarily started out in this place where they were trying to change the world. They were more or less being authentically themselves, like take it or leave it. And it wasn't necessarily from this like give back component or let's, uh, I don't know, feed all the children. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was really just in like, I want to flaunt what I've got or I want to be seen or I want to be heard. And, And really owning who they were and staying true to that and making very aligned decisions based on that, it allowed them to grow and evolve and see, okay, now how can I help others with this? Or how can I take this unique strength that I have and do something bigger than me? But I personally feel like it's really hard to think about like your entire corporation as the brand and say, how can this thing be aligned when we don't first look at the leaders within the brand? And so I agree. Um, And I agree. And I have my own thoughts around like some caveats of that. Do I agree that it starts with you? Because, you know, if you're someone that can see maybe where, you might want something to grow or, or even just where it's possible, but maybe you don't think it's there yet. Like it, you inform those things. Like you're setting that standard. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to invite everybody else into the party. and Then I'm gonna change it. No, it's, it's you. And it kind of goes from there. The, the interesting thing is I have conversations with clients on a regular basis about the fact of we can work on your business all day. We still got to work on you mm-hmm. because we get all your business stuff straight and you still got your, your white supremacy hat on like all day, every day and just don't get it. Like, ah, that's not going to work. So we have, we have work to be done. That is your work. The, the, the caveat that I have around this is the fact that so many people have an easier time digging into this when it's not based around them. When it's based around a brand, something else, something outside of them, they can get in it easier. The minute you say, all right, let's look at your shit. 
It's like, uh, <laughs> what shit? Um, no, <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. My, it's just my business. Mm, no, it's not. No, it's not. And that's I not to say I that. Like, right. It's like, who does that? Like, and everybody has it. Like, I, I don't say this to say that. Like, you know. There's that one person that came and they were terrible and they just didn't. No, everybody has their stuff that needs to be worked on. Nobody's above that. But it's so much easier to not put the focus on self. And so what you said is is correct. But sometimes people have a harder time having to actually acknowledge, oh, so we really going to look at me? I really got to work on mine and how I show up and how that influences everything else and how that sets the tone for everything else. Huh? Okay. It's so funny because I frequently encounter the other side, which is uh, I really want to work on myself and I'm like, okay, but these things about self are not showing up in your business. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like I see people go on one side or the other and I, I but see, that's a different piece. I'm like, if this is not involved, then why are we, you can work on it, but does that need to be the thing that we work on? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, if somebody came to me and they really wanted to work on, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example that's like completely unrelated. You, you come in and you're like, you know, I'm agoraphobic. I need help. I can't help you with that. Does your brand have anything to do with spiders? Like, I'm pretty sure that's spiders. And if I'm wrong, just call me out. I use the wrong word. <laughs> I have fun. I thought it was arachnophobia. That's ah, arachnophobia. Thank you. Arachnophobia. I have arachnophobia. <laughs> Thank you. See, we all got our shit to work on. I use the wrong words. Okay, I'm going to have to break out the dictionary later. <laughs> no, because now I'm going to, now, now I'm going to go look it up because I'm like, uh, agoraphobic. Agoraphobia is an anxiety disorder that often develops after one or more panic attacks. Ah, crowded places. Ah. Crowded places. So, you know, going back to the original one, I'm, I'm agoraphobic. I can't help you with that, though. That's not something that I am equipped or, or trained to help you with. And unless that fear of entering or being in crowded places or leaving your house or however that shows up for you. If that doesn't show up in your business, I don't know why we're talking about it. And it's showing up in your business is going to be from the point of view of like, does this align with something? Are you reminding people that it's safe? And even then I still might be like, I think this is above my pay grade. I don't know that I can help you with that. <laughs> like, there is a place to where I do think that it's important to be able to really be clear on like, if you're bringing something, is this pertinent? Mm. Because I think if somebody's coming to you for branding, but they're so focused on um, like these things that are about self, but aren't related. It's like, mm, I don't know that this is, this has anything to do with it. And I think that's important because it is, it is worth acknowledging that all facets of yourself don't go in your business. And so you can have your stuff and it just doesn't have anything to do with it. And that's fine. That's not a lack of brand alignment. That's just simply knowing what goes in and what doesn't just cause I didn't pull out the, the, you know, the cayenne for everything that I cook doesn't mean that I don't like it. It just means that I know where it goes. The pancakes didn't get it. They're not supposed to. 
Like you put it where it belongs. And so I think it's important when, again, when you talk about brand alignment, like what are we aligning? Why should this be aligned? Like, does this actually belong in the list of ingredients here? Like if it doesn't, then don't. Well, I mean, and that brings me back to understanding, you know, what are the values? What's the intention? You know, what's the purpose? What are we trying to achieve? What's the why? And that really determines what ingredients, you know, as you say, go into the recipe or not. And so when I think about that example that you just gave, it makes me also think about how people will be like, my brand is my baby or um, I am my brand. And I disagree with that as well. Um, I think your brand is your reputation and you can shape and hone that reputation um, if you choose to based on what you're deciding to do with your brand. But that's not necessarily who you are, because then that just means that like you're you're 50 million different people, because if you were to ask 50 Mm -hmm. million different people about you, they might have a lot of different answers. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, if your brands align, (laughs) their answers are kind of similar. That's the goal. But it would still be different answers. And so I don't know. I, I think that shows up when I see people deciding, okay, my brand needs to be more aligned. It needs to be more cohesive is a phrase that I get a lot from clients. And I also see show up in the community as well. Um, And I'm like, cohesive to what? You know, um, align to what? And so I I can think of some really great examples of that where I've seen brands pick colors because they like those colors, but they don't understand, nor did I expect them to understand color psychology. Um, and for me, I only took one class, an entire undergrad degree program on color psychology, but that's a whole, like lots of classes worth a rabbit hole to go down. Um, and even with that, something that from the outside looking in seems really, really simple. It's colors. I mean, who cares? I like these colors, right? It's like, no, these colors attract people. These colors make people feel something. So what is the aligned thing to attract? You know, who are we trying to attract with these colors? How do you want the people you're attracting to feel or to to think that your brand can make them feel or support them with feeling? And that's a very different approach to decision making. And when I think of brand alignment, I really think of having a compass for your decisions, having a compass for what you say, having a compass for what you're doing and knowing why every step along the way. And as much as possible being, um, within integrity of those things. (sighs) That felt like a lot, but it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and so like, I feel like, I don't know. A good example of uh, colors is actually what is going to be being updated, but Erica Corday, like we chose colors for your brand that are complementary. Um, and what many people don't know necessarily, if you don't come from a design background or art background, is that complementary colors are opposites on the color wheel. Um, a lot like we can think of black people and white people being opposites on the race spectrum. And so we made that choice on purpose, but there's something about complementary colors um, that when you put them side by side, they actually vibrate visually in your brain against each other in 
are perceived as being more vibrant, more lively than they would ever be on their own. There's something to be said about that and how that goes back into your value of diversity of diversity. The more variety, the more innovation, the more um, whole and rich our world becomes. And it's a value you and I both have, Erica. And so I share that to say, when we think about brand alignment and there's all these big decisions of who you're associated with, what are you saying, why you're saying it, that's easy to grasp as big, but even the small things like colors make a huge difference in how things are perceived. And there can be intentional decisions with that too. Um, so, you, oh, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I was going to say, you had like a really great example of some aligned brands that you feel like are like doing this well. Cause you, I'll say between the two of us, if those of you listening haven't figured out, Erica is definitely more up on current events and watches more things than me. And I just kind of live in my nerdy little like box or crawl underneath the rock. Oh gosh. And, and I need everybody to understand. I don't, I honestly don't even take in a lot of content, but I like what I like and I do take in what I take in and a fair amount of it tends to stick sometimes. <laughs> I mean, but this is coming from the person who got rid of their TV years ago and uh, just finally watched coming to America in the last 10 years. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus. Why? Okay. <laughs> grief. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to give, give one that I think um, I can support really well, like explain. And then I would give you one that I'm happy to give some support with it. But I have two that I think would be good, but I have one that I know would be really good for you. One for me is um, Issa Rae. And so Issa Rae is on a show that's on HBO called Insecure. It's been off like four seasons now, but you know, I want to say she like writes, directs, stars, um, she's done a number of movies recently. She's got tons of projects going on and it started from years ago, her having a, um, it started as like a YouTube series and it became a book. Um, I think it's like misadventures of awkward black girl and she's consistent. She's that kind of quirky, slightly awkward, like really smart, but you know how to quip in with some you know, little comments here or there. Humor might be slightly dry if you don't know how to catch it. But at the same time, she is funny as hell. And she's been very consistent with her persona. She's been very consistent with um, like how she shows up, whether it was just her in the book or like how, you know, she kind of shows up even on the show or as somebody that is contributing um, to creating this show. But like, I saw um, pieces of her being on the red carpet once and somebody was like, who are you rooting for? She was like, I'm rooting for everybody black. I remember that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so like, it's been consistent because like th the show, like Insecure is, it's, it's the black experience. Like she's, you know, her dad is, um, I think Senegalese, if I remember correctly. Like she doesn't hide like she's unapologetically black and unapologetic, at least in my opinion, unapologetically black. My mouth is shot today. 
unapologetically black does not mean that you are out here yelling at people power to the people with the fist up in the air but she's also not going to hide who she's rooting for and who she's looking to win not because nobody else can win but because they don't win enough and so brand alignment like the things i see her doing the choices i see her make how she presents herself how she dresses like she has her filters in place to make sure that all of these things are aligned. And so in my opinion, Issa Rae is a beautiful example of brand alignment. Mm. I can see that. Now for you, I'm going to give you two to pick from. I'm going to let you pick from one of these two, but I have a soft spot for both. One is Rihanna. The other is Grace Jones. And for those that don't know, you're going to get educated today. Oh, that's tough because given my age, still being in the 30s, I feel like I have more knowledge about Rihanna, where she started to where she is now, than Grace Jones. All right. So, Grace what I'm Jones gonna... is the queen. Like, girl. Oh my gosh. So, all right. I'm going to say go with Rihanna, but I actually think I'm going to say Rihanna because I think that you might be able to actually speak to the trajectory of where she started and kind of that, like the fact that it was an evolution. It wasn't like I'm this from day one because pun de replay was not the same as like, no. <laughs> that was not the same. Like she came out with that haircut and umbrella and it was like, wait, you didn't broke it. You done broke the whole internet with this haircut. And that was not the same person imagery wise, like how she was presented. Yeah. Okay. As so for those of you that don't know those reference points, Rihanna's R&B singer, go educate yourself, listen to her music. She didn't want to say, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> you might need that song someday when somebody owes you some money. But... Um, where she started in her career being a young, very young island girl. Um, Barbados, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Barbados. Uh, before her career like became what it is, anything even near what it is today, um, when she was first discovered, she was very much branded like the safe, kind of fun and flirtatious island girl vibe. Long, brown, flowy hair. Um, bohemian clothes that are very beachy, like what you would expect, emphasis on expect, from somebody from this island. Um, what would be safe and friendly for somebody in that age range from that island? And the music reflected that. It was very pop. It was very, uh, in my opinion, it wasn't R&B. I think people categorize it as that because she's black. That was, That's a whole that other story. No. it was pop um and then her second album it was like i think it was called good girl gone bad and i want to say i feel i don't know the whole story behind it but to me it felt like at the time they were testing how would people respond to this and so gone with the natural shade of brown hair you know and now there's this asymmetrical black like jet black bob broke the internet everybody like had to get that haircut at the time and the album's called good girl gone bad so you can automatically tell where the music is going um and she just went from like 
maybe you heard her name question mark to everybody heard of umbrella with jay-z on it if you're into that kind of music um it definitely went more r&b and i think that she's a great example because people think that brand alignment means that you have to have always been this but i really do believe that aligning your brand especially if you're looking at the ceo of the brand the leaders of the brand um, or if you're a solopreneur and it's just you, it's actually allowing you to become more of yourself. Rihanna was never that yes. like girly yes. island girl with the flowy hair and bohemian clothes. She's always been a badass. That's who her record label thought she needed to be to get albums sold. She was well, being what they thought she needed to be to be marketed. And it speaks to like that place in the beginning where you're trying to see how palatable you are to people and how they're Mm going to take to you. And, you know, you kind of test in the waters of like, what can the market sustain almost? And so like she went from there and it just kept going because by the time you got to auntie, it was completely different. I mean, it went from like, if love is what you want, you know, is one of her lyrics, then baby, I got what you need or something like, I don't remember all the lyrics. Yep. We, but we went from like that, like very Britney Spears, like early Britney Spears yes. to bitch bad have my money and you needed me. <laughs> like <laughs> mm-hmm. you needed me all the way. And so now here's the other side though. This is also where it's worthwhile to acknowledge that like that was a part of what she was doing. And even as she expanded, she still kept that edgier piece of her like that didn't go away and so even though there was the music part and then it kind of shifted and like she became um a spokesperson with Dior she then you know started Fenty and then she started what is it Savage um Fenty I think is the um yes and so she has gone in a number of different arcs but that edge didn't go away. Even when she got to the point, like she picked up a few pounds and looked f- fabulous, but she also acknowledged it in the sense of like, if you want to have a little butt, you got to have a little gut. And that was a quote. Like that's what, <laughs> she, that's what she said. And I say that because it is an example of what it looks like to still be you. Even as like, that was what, I don't know, 15 years that, yeah. you know, she grew in her career and her entrepreneurship and how she was a businesswoman. And so there were these pieces that evolved, but as she was able to like actually step forth fully as her and not as how people wanted to market her. And then she evolved on her own because like, hell time you grow, you do evolve like that. Those pieces still stayed there. And so that part of her, that like when you see the memes and like she got that look like, who are you talking to? That's been there. And it's not about her being rude because some people will be like, oh, that face. It's like, no, she just is not the pretty, pretty princess, period. Well, and so and that- there's something to be said about that, right? You know, that I-, I think that when a brand is, evolution is a part of brand alignment. You can't do it overnight. And as long as every single step that you are taking is better and more refining your alignment to the truth Mm -hmm. of your brand 
yep. then you're going to have a great end result because for those who haven't followed her or some of the other things that we talked about, like these are brands that really, they became more and more successful, the truer they were. And there's something about that, like not covering up your tattoos, not pretending to be something else, even though you're in a Dior gown that costs more than some people's cars. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm glad that you mentioned it because it is the evolution. It does not happen overnight. It's, it's usually not a full mic drop. Like what? You know, you might see some of those moments, but those moments then end up being supported by repetition, the things that continuously stand up against what it is that your brand is, the things that validate that any of these evolutions are still in line. Like none of these things are like random. What is this? Where did this come from? They're still there. And I think there's something about being able to have a place to actually consider what brand alignment is and can look like for you because where you are is not where you were and it's not yet where you're going to be. And honestly, you're going to stay in that place because of the fact that you're always going to be moving forward. There is no destination. There is no, I'm done. It's just always, what is the evolution for today? Yep. What is the newest, the newest, most full version of who I am? How am I showing up more authentically today than I did yesterday? What is one more step I can take into my truth in this moment? Yeah. And I want to say that that's not always the easiest things to do when you're doing them, but I can guarantee you that when you make the decisions to do the hard thing up front, to really ask yourself that extra question, is this aligned and even have outside accountability with that? Because sometimes our own perspective of things is very different. We have our our own areas of ourselves that we don't always fully see. Um, but when we are able to make that hard decision to do a little bit of extra questioning, a little bit of extra effort up front, in the end, life is so much easier because you continue to attract opportunities, people, energy that all feels amazing for you because it is aligned with where you're going and not necessarily with where you are. Well, you said something else and I think it's important that you, you don't have to do it alone. It's not meant to be done alone in my opinion. Absolutely not. I mean, I feel like, uh, (laughs) you know, you, you can't, it's like auditing your own stuff. It just doesn't work. You need outside perspective. And this is one of the things that I think um, is so important about doing things uh, in community or with others that can kind of give you opinions that aren't your own because we live in our heads so much or in our brand so much. And we, we can't get a clear view outside of that. And I think it's important to have that. And it is something that we do. Um, and pause on the play. And like you said, this month we are talking about brand alignment. Yeah. And I think the cool thing is we're doing more than just talking about it. It's actually an action. And so there's space for 
your fellow community members to keep you accountable with the things that are coming up and the shifts that you want to make and provide like tangible feedback about what that can look like too. If this sounds like something that could support you as you're beginning to align your brand and evolve your brand into the next place that you're headed to, I'm going to encourage you to head on over to pauseontheplay.com slash community and get your application in today so that you have some time to get approved and jump on in on this conversation. Um, one of the things I'm very excited about is this month we're going to be doing a watch party as well as a community connection call slash chat where we're diving into brain alignment and you really get to kind of see some new perspectives on that as well as with our space being a private space off of Facebook now, which I'm so happy about. Um, I know, right? You get to openly ask questions at any given point related to you aligning your brand and really get the feedback and support you need. If you're ready, come on over to pauseontheplay.com forward slash community. Again, get your application in today and we are waiting for you. So. As always, remember to keep dropping the veil, challenging thoughts, feelings, and actions, others as well as your own. We love being here, creating the bridge for you to walk over and becoming the change that you want to see. So join us next time. And until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?